The scripture is from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest, so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Jesus shared a parable. A man invited people to his banquet by sending out his servants, saying, Come, for everything is now ready. But people excused themselves and didn't come. Then the man sent the servants to the streets and everywhere to invite the poor and crippled, blind, and lame, and they came. And the man said, None of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. Who are the people didn't come? There were probably the man's friends and family. They must be the upper middle class of his time. The vested power of the society. They claim they're the children of God because their status. But they didn't come. Why didn't they come? Because they had too many things in their hands. God desires us to participate in his ministries. But if we have too many things in our hands, we can't serve Watchman Nee said, the things in our hands disqualify us from being useful spiritually in any real way. So what's in our hands? Our hands are limited. We know that. We can hold all the things we want. The outer man is limited in strength and capacity, in time and space. We are finite, but we do not admit it, but squander our finite life for infinite desires, aren't we? Because it is caused by the sin. The eternal deficiency. So we are pursuing endlessly fulfill our desires. 
Apostle Paul said, For those who live according to the flesh set their mind on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their mind on things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Setting mind on, poroneo in Greek means think, ponder, understand. People try to serve the Lord only with what they can think of or all they can understand. By the flesh, the limited, not the spirit, the unlimited. How do you serve God? With the limited or the unlimited? It's obvious when we serve with the Lord with the unlimited power, the Spirit, we can just assume the outcome of our ministry. Is the outer man useless for ministry then? No, not at all. Spirit using the outer man that is broken. Watchman Nee said, The spirit cannot bypass the outer man to operate in others. God never bypasses man's spirit when his spirit works in man. So spirit and body works together. They never work alone. But the outer man has to be fixed. So the breaking of the outer man doesn't mean that God deserves the outer man, but break it to use by the spirit, the inner man. So if the spirit has the power and control of the outer man, our reason would collaborate with the Spirit to work with the outer man. But if the flesh, the outer man, is stronger and in control, the reason will obey the flesh. So, I would like to share with you, there are some challenges has to be resolved before the outer man being used. First, oftentimes Christians believe they have strong faith, but they are simply stubborn. Watchman Nee said, Our spirit is, our will is strong. It is not only strong. It is also stubborn. It is a sign of their outer man is not broken yet, but being in control. 
Our faith is believing God who believes in us, not believing me in God. It's a little tricky. So let me say one more time. Our faith is believing God who believes in me, not believing me in God. Because faith requires our response and action according to our faith in God. But stubbornness, just waiting for God's response according to the faith in us. For instance, if I believe God must cure the cancer of my friend, it is not faith, but my stubbornness. I should believe God who believes in my friend walking with the Lord. Nevertheless, she is being cured or not. Are we faithful or stubborn? Second, Christians try to serve the Lord and witness to the Lord. Witness to the world with the doctrine of Christianity. Watchman Nee said, We don't become qualified for God's work simply by learning more some doctrines. Doctrines must be incarnated in us like God incarnated, the Word of God incarnate became flesh, Jesus Christ. So we must practice God's law, both its justice and righteousness in the presence of God. We're good with practicing justice of God. What is right, what is wrong. We're, we're so good at you know, condemning other people, judging other people, that is wrong, that is right. But we are not good at giving them second chance. Righteousness of God. Mercy. We're not good at it. That's nature of a sin. It's the outer man's weakness. You know, many Christians just carrying their Bible on Sundays... But we must be the Bible, living word. Third, Christians just keep praying until God do something for them. Watchman Nee said, in dealing with us, in breaking us for the release and exercise of the Spirit, God works according to His law. Not according to prayer. Praying is opening our hands, releasing what we have, drop what we've been holding. That's prayer. 
The praying is living in the God's presence, which means we are obeyed to God. That's prayer. Prayer is not, here's the things that I like to ask you, God. Telling him what we need. That's not prayer. Prayer is knowing what's in his heart. Praying is inquiring the will of God and do his will. Not just inquiring God to do my will. Even though like cancer. Right? It so makes sense. Who won cancer? Who won terrible accident? Right? But God has a different, different plan. Maybe the cancer can be the blessing for us. It's our portion. It's my portion. Maybe that car accident is my portion. And my grace is enough. Because the inner man, the spirit, obeys to the law, which is the spirit of God. The outer man obeys to the flesh. Do not know what spirit desires. So by the spirit, spirit is the word of God, the breath of God, which is the, the substance of a life. That's the spirit. It's the word of God. Yes, the scripture. God's Word is not only the scripture, Old and New Testament. That's what we call special revelation. It's just a little bit of it. It is just hint of it. But the nature, the creation, reveals the God's word far more than the scripture, the Bible, we call. So Hebrews chapter 4 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of the spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must account. We must not read scripture only by mind and emotions. Many times we do daily devotion and reading it, wow, that's a powerful word. We understand and we just feel the, the whatever the emotion that scripture gives. That's what we do daily devotion. It's not, that's not it. It's a, it's a beginning of it. We must get into the realm between God, the Spirit, and you, and fellowship there. That's daily devotion. That's what we call, the quiet time we call should be. 
fellowship with the Lord in the realm where your spirit and God, spirit of God, can encounter. And the power, the spirit, the word of God, the powerful spirit will heal us, restore us. So the spirit of God, the word of God is like called you, I told you in the Hebrew, dabar, which is the word with the energy. And realizing the word. So like when God says, let there be light, and there was light. If there was no light, then the, what the word God said, let there be light, is not the bar. So same thing. When we speak, when we think, when we believe something, it has to be realized in our life with the energy and action. Like the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the divisions of soul and of spirit, everything. Remember King Saul? He thought he listened to obey to the God, and he won his battle. But he didn't listen all the way. He didn't take the word of God seriously. So Samuel questioned King Saul, saying, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams. Because King Saul sacrificed to the flesh. He kept all the good parts. He didn't kill all the people there. To make them as his slave, maybe his army. For our thought, well, killing people, that's bizarre. Why don't we just keep them as slaves? Right? More being useful. But God is different. God has different plan. So King Saul was disqualified to serve the Lord. So obey, obedience is before the sacrifice. So we must make peace before come to worship. We must feed the hunger and help the needy before we give to God. So it's simple. Without loving visible man, loving invisible God is simply lying. Right? And we think our duty of, uh, you know, sacrificing God is enough on Sunday morning here. And giving my tithe and my offerings. It's not. Throughout the weekdays, six days a week, you give, you be obeyed to the Lord. Then we come on Sunday, our Sabbath, and we sacrifice to the Lord and celebrate. 
So the sixth day is more important than the Sunday. Sisters and brothers in Christ, Jesus is inviting us, you and me, to his banquet. Saying, come, for everything is now ready. Right? Because Jesus, Jesus saved us without us. Right? Jesus died on the cross and saved us without you and me. But he wants us to be part of his ministry. Part of the joy of this battle, victory of this battle. But what would you do? Would you come to his banquet? Or we are too busy? Banquet means Worship and ministry, the celebration of our new and eternal life. To join the banquet, we must learn to obey God by emptying our hands, breaking the outer man's desire. But remember, remember, don't get me wrong, living means. Obeying the desires of flesh. No desire means death. Right? But it matters whether we are swallowed by the desires or controlled desires. Enslaved to the passions or transform the passions. So spirit can use our body. Outer man. Remember, Jesus Christ traveled in finite distance to live and die and resurrected to break our outer man. So everything is ready. So God can release us through us so we can minister to people. It's not you and me. It's the Spirit of God. Minister to people. Amen.